guys are taking me to Black's Beach. I've never been here before. Well, yeah, I know. We've been wanting to get you out here, and it's such a beautiful day at Black's. I love coming here. It's nice, but this place needs a fucking escalator. I know, that goddamn hill. God. <laughs> oh that my was God. my workout for the day. That guy's naked. Yeah, Megan, it's black. Oh, New beach. Oh Hello. My goodness. Wow. No wonder why you guys come here, you little hussies. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I want it's to stare at It's sightseeing. It's sightseeing. Stop talking about me like that, Bash. <laughs> Anyways, let's sit here. Let's put our towels out. Does anyone want some corn nuts? Corn nuts? Corn nuts. Oh my god, no, Meg. Oh, shit. Oh, he spilled them everywhere. Now we're gonna get the birds. I think there's so many swarms. That's so um, shit ton of seagulls, you guys. Oh really fast. My. Oh my god. It was because of the corn you nuts. Guys. Oh, oh my shit. god. They're dive oh, bombing. Shit. Us. They're dive bombing. Shit. Let's get the fuck out of here. Oh my god, hurry, you guys pack it up. God. We gotta get out of here. Oh, god damn it. You just bit me. Oh, get out of here. No. Get out of my, here. Those are my beans, you motherfucker. Those are mine. Oh my god, god you guys, we need to get out of here. Let's get out of here. Oh, that. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her, San Diego's LGBT Pop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Tony, and I'm here with... I'm Megan. I'm Bash. We're here for another week. It's been a busy, busy week this week. Today we have a really, really cool episode. So this week, you guys, Bash and I got to interview Johnny McGovern from Hey Queen TV and the podcast Game Pimpin' with Johnny McGovern. Um, and he's going on. He's going to be going on tour with Dita Von Teese. So we got a little. We got to chat with him via Skype. So we're going to drop really that. Cool. It was really cool. He was super cool, super gracious, and nice. Um, but we have that coming up in the episode later on. But before we get there, we're going to just talk about our weeks and what's happening in San Diego. Ooh, what is happening? Too fucking much. I know. Is all I gotta say. My social calendar is like blocked. Yeah, it seems oh. like. Well, last week it was um, Taste the Hillcrest, right? Yeah? Yeah, it was last week, I remember. <laughs> I did not go to that. I know. And then this week, what's it called? The 26th is Dining Out. Did you know that? Dining Out for Life? Yeah, Dining Out for Life. Yeah. What, is, what does that entail? It's like a um, taste of, but it everything is in support of AIDS, HIV research. research yeah. Yeah. And um, 25% of the sales go to the center for AIDS research. Yeah. Now, is that just in yeah, I I think, I think so. so. Probably. Yeah, but there's it's um the participating restaurants. If you dine on April 26th at the participating restaurants, then they donate 25 percent of the proceeds to um HIV research. That's the cool. Yeah, okay. and we'll have the link on our web page and all our social media. But if you want to get more um, information, just look up, up the LGBT Center for San Diego, and we'll have the link and everything. But yeah, that's happening this week. Oh, that's fun. So many links. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so many links. Oh, and you, you know what? Links um, for days. I know. And um, what's it called? The San Diego County Fair is coming. 
Is it? Yeah. I will not be attending. <laughs> oh my I god, it's every just year. fun to go people watch. Oh yeah, and it's out out at the fair. June oh, 9th. Well, June 9th is out at the fair. Oh yeah. my god. Did out at a... the park already happen? I think so, yeah. Damn it. I keep fucking Yeah, so that. June 9th, everybody, out at the out at the fair for um the we San can't go. Fair. Why? We're gonna be at a Pride. Uh, oh, that's right. We're in LA Pride for AIDS life cycle. Is that the eighth? Yeah, we'll be up there on the 8th. So we won't be there, but everybody else should go check it out because they have tons of performers and it's an all-day event. So you should take the family, take your significant others or go by yourself and have a cup of cocktails. Also, too, there's one other um, event coming up Sunday, April 29th. Uh, the Stonewall Citizens Patrol is having their second annual um, community picnic, which is going to be in Bubble Park, corner of 6th and Al Prado from noon to 3. And the um, Stonewall Citizens Patrol is a really good organization. It's a group of volunteers um, that just patrol the neighborhoods, you know, Hillcrest, North Park, and University Heights all over um, in San Diego. And it's made up of like 30 volunteers and they just patrol the neighborhoods, keep people safe and all that. So go check them out on the 29th. I think I need a PA at this point. You'd, oh, please. A what? I can't even fucking manage oh, my calendar. Yeah. Can I? Oh my God, you're so popular. She's <laughs> so popular. <laughs> God. <laughs> Honestly, though, please stop inviting me to things, everyone. <laughs> it's pity invites. It's pity. I know. Invites. You know, yeah, and you don't have to say yes. They're you do hoping... what I do. Go, no, I'm too old. I'm tired. No, but they're hoping you're going to say no. Yeah. But sure, shit, you say yes. You say yes and you show up. Well, the answer to all of this is uppers uppers <laughs> yeah uppers uppers is the answer to everything oh my god we're gonna be getting like emails and letters to yeah. send bash to facilities <laughs> to like, send to like yeah like to malibu no no no, no. <laughs> she'll be amy winehouse in it. god <laughs> poor thing poor thing we'll go visit him will we yeah. i'm a fun I'm f- oh we can like do a dress up in costumes and like do a breakout and try to like break him out of rehab I'm not going to rehab. <laughs> Come on, it'll be fun. No, unless we it's can like... dress up like nurses, Meg. Sexy, naughty <laughs> nurses. Yes, and we'll sneak in and like we'll we'll come up with a plan and then we can sneak bash out. I like it. Of rehab. Okay, that's good. I think I'd rather stay in if you two are breaking me up. <laughs> like in nine to five. Remember when they have the dead body yes. and they have to put it in the trunk? Yes, that's gonna be me and Meg. Right. Oh god. And scene. <laughs> and scene. Actually, that might not be a bad vacation. Like, <laughs> I, could, I could spend a couple of weeks in oh, Malibu. Right now. Pretty nice. <laughs> it's pretty. I think there's like, anyway. What yeah. did you guys do this week, Megs? You know, just work. And um, I actually. <laughs> I a big sigh. Boo. No. Um, I actually uh, went to a really fun concert last night at Moonshine Flats downtown. Yeah. And it was, it was cool. They, and they actually do. They teach you how to line dance. Do they really? Which is fun, yeah. Oh and they, it's actually really cute. They teach you how to line dance. I mean, the guy was cute too. I'm not gonna lie, but they teach you how to line dance. And and then later on in the evening, they had a like a concert. And I forgot the guy's name, but um, he has one hit song on the radio. So mm-hmm. one hit song. Well, I that I knew. But um, no, it was good. It was fun. Oh, so that's cool. do you line dance? You know what? I wish I knew how to line dance. Did you do it that night? No. Um, Did you try? Did no, you take the classes? No, 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 no. I didn't take. I didn't oh. do it. But it was, I mean, a lot of people were on the dance floor doing it. It was actually, yeah. it looks really fun. I just wish I knew how to, already knew how to do it. Yeah, so then, so then you can just yeah, jump like, in and do it. Yeah, because honestly, like. You better learn because you're going to stage go. I know. <laughs> I know. Wait. But, oh, that's this weekend. Yeah. No, yeah. Next coming weekend, up. Or in a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah. yeah. 
So like all the vomit and like drug residues from Coachella are <laughs> still like in yeah. the sand. Exactly. And you basically just have to breathe in and you're high. And I'm high. And it's crazy because <laughs> when I'm there, I always talk to the bartenders and yeah. I'm like, how drastically different is Coachella versus Stagecoach? Oh, and for totally. People outside, different. For people outside of Southern California, Stagecoach, you know, well, we have Coachella, which is... Everybody knows everyone, Coachella. Everyone should know about Coachella. Yeah. And then if you don't, Beyonce just played. So watch it You've again. You've been living under a rock. <laughs> but... Stagecoach is the last weekend and it's yeah. for all the country music fans. And so um, so they do it at the same venue is where they host Coachella. Yeah. And I always ask the bartenders, yeah. I say, How you know, how was it? How is Coachella? Because everyone is on drugs and like just flower children, you I know? Mean, I'm sure alcohol consumption at stagecoach oh, yeah. is so much more than it Coachella. is. Right. It has to be. It, well, it has to be as far as beer. I yeah. guarantee you mm-hmm. beer sales. But um yeah, so they always say they always tell me stories about because I guess it's also a different layout and whatever. So yeah. anyways, but yeah, no, I'm excited. We That'll went uh Bash and I went to Moe's Urban Moe's last night to watch RuPaul's drag race. Yeah, it was it interesting. Was, yeah. Okay, spoiler. So if you haven't watched the newest episode, you might want to skip ahead. But what did you think, Bash and Mayhem, going home? Um, I don't agree with it at fucking all. Like, at all. Ooh. The Vixen should have gone. The uh, I, don't, gone. I don't even think Mayhem should have been in the bottom. No. Uh, I think it should have been Monet and Vixen. You mean Bob, too? <laughs> I like Monet. Yeah. I do. But, like... The, the two of them were not good in the skit. No. I thought Eureka and um, what's it called? Eureka and unfortunately Aquarius. Aquaria were really good. Mm. I'd like to talk to somebody in the know and see if like Mayhem's camera time was cut a little bit or like. Yeah. Because she didn't have a lot she of time. She didn't get featured time. very much. Yeah. And like they kind of created. I feel. I'm sorry. No, no offense to producers at RuPaul. I might be, <laughs> I might be burying myself. I know, gee. <laughs> it's like RuPaul and the Pope. I can't hey, talk right. about no, either. No, no. The Pope. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I mean, like, I feel like the whole issue with her skit was, like, manufactured. Like, she ended up killing yeah. it at the end. So, yeah. uh, whatever. I love Miss Crocker. She was so She was really funny. good. <laughs> yeah. But it's getting good. I it's getting good. It's inter- it's getting interesting and it's just like the biggest soap opera reality TV show. <laughs> Dude, Eureka's fucking killing it. I know. Like, she's Finally, my new favorite geez. now. Yeah. I really like her. What did you think of her coming out like just full body, no wig, showing everything? Oh god, that was so fucking funny. It was a smart move. <laughs> it, was it was really hilarious. Cool. Megan's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I know. I need to like get Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> but just like Bash, I'm so busy and I just don't have time. Oh, I'm God. just kidding. Just kidding. Just and kidding. And then um, after we went to Moe's, we went over to Fiesta Cantinas and saw Miriam T. She was hosting um, their game, the game night thing at Fiesta, which she does every Thursday. 
day. Yes, it yeah. was pretty funny, actually. Yeah, and then we ended up at Felix, and then we God, called it night. And, uh, I love how all three of us went out last night I know. on that school night. <laughs> Come on. Bash goes out every night, so it's who cool. Was, um, Bash, who was the other drag queen that was with Miriam that we saw at number one on fifth that was there last night at Cantina's? What was her name? Um, that was Evelyn Rose. Yes. And I, I actually right. got to talk to him a little bit. Yeah. Very, very nice guy. Yeah. So part but, uh, of Mer- Miriam's crew. So Miriam's doing, Miriam T's doing the number one comedy queens again. And I think it's May 1st is when that show's going to be. And Sarah Burford, who's going to be on the podcast, I believe next week, um, will be at that show too. So you guys go check that out. So there's a lot of stuff coming up in San Diego for everybody to go do and see and support. I mean, we're basically a billboard at this point. I know. <laughs> well, we haven't covered stuff that's been going on in San Diego. We keep missing it because we chat about everything else. We are too important. Oh. Exactly. Duh. You guys, what? How do you? What do you think about Avicii today? Oh, that was so sad. I know. I, was, I couldn't was so believe young. it. Twenty-eight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Way For, to bring the mood I know. down. I'm sorry. I love Avicii. <laughs> We yeah. gotta play him at the end. Yeah, explain for people who may not know. Oh, uh, Ivici's a DJ EDM. I saw him like the first time at EDC, like yeah, when yeah. I was younger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like what? Two years ago? No, last year. It was like right? three years ago. Oh, was the last time I went. I think. <laughs> but what did you think about um, Kendrick Lamar winning the Pulitzer Prize? I thought that was Dan. fucking amazing. Isn't that so cool? I, I would rather get a Pulitzer than a Grammy. Yeah. Oh like, my that gosh. is down yeah. fucking crazy. Wow. Yeah. And, and well-deserved. It's the first time a non-classical and jazz musician or album has been won the Pulitzer it's Prize. It's about he's, fucking time. He's very talented. Yeah, I'm I was, sorry. I, I was really cool yeah, that that happened. He's very talented. Yeah. Okay, you guys, we're going to do a new segment this weekend. We'll see how this goes. We are going to do the gay-jucation of Megan. Yes, that's right. We're going to educate our dear, dear Megs on some gay culture. Buckle up. See what she knows and what she doesn't know. Oh, my God. So today's topic. Okay, I'm excited. Ready, Meg? Yep. Let's hear it. We're going to see if you know what the hanky coat is. Okay, well, the hanky code (laughs) is, Is? well, it obviously means certain things. Okay. So, like, for us country people that listen to country music, you put a cute little bandana hanky in your back pocket, Uh and you walk around. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's close. And looks good. And looks good. But I think in your reference, meaning it's probably like... You know, it's like secret for what? I'm a bottom. I'm a top. Good. Oh, good. Look at good, good. Okay. Now we're gonna. Now we're gonna give you some colors. Okay. And you have to guess what they stand for. First of all, I had no idea this even existed. So now, <laughs> when I'm gonna be like out with all of you, I'm gonna watch people and see if they have hankies. Tony, let's go easy first, and then get easy into first. like okay, more bashy. intense stuff. Bashy, go ahead. You're first. What? color are you going to give Megan? Okay, I'm going to give you a pretty easy one first. It's navy blue. Ooh, navy blue. Okay, so that means navy blue means... (laughs) (laughs) What is it? Oh, God. We're going to get a timer. I know. I don't even know. Navy blue? You got three seconds. Just make a guess. Navy blue means your bottom. 
So close. So close. It means you're a top. Who comes up with these colors? They were invented long ago in the gaze of your... <laughs> oh, God. In 1900 BC. Now, yes. now this is all in people's profiles. We don't need these, but this is okay. okay. Tony, you go. What is dark pink mean? Ew, that means <laughs> that they're bi. No, <laughs> it means tit torture. What? <laughs> No, Meg, you're not in Oh, <laughs> my God. Okay, give me another one. Okay, Bashi, your turn. Okay, I'm going to go with, let's do yellow. What's yellow mean? Yellow means you have a big penis. No. No. Yellow <laughs> means you like piss play. <gasps> oh, my Who God. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. I love this game. All right, ready for your next one? Yeah. Meg? Yes. Oh. Okay. okay, ready? Yes. What does cream color mean? Cream? I don't cream have color. Oh, I do. Ooh. Oy. Oh. I don't even know. Oy. Cream color mean. Yeah, what does cream color mean? Don't wink at me and <laughs> oh do that god. with your eyes. I didn't know there was like further explanation yes. on the right. Um, that means you, you do a lot of swallowing. No. That means so not. close. Is it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That means, well, it depends on what side you wear it on. Yeah. If it's what? worn on the left side, that means you come in condoms. If it's worn on the right side, that means you suck cum out of condoms. <gasps> oh, is that what these two yes. colors mean? Um, wait, wait, wait. Oh, so wait, Megan was correct because navy blue worn on the oh, left is top, and navy blue worn on the right up. was bottom. So okay. you got the first one right. See, I'm smart in the gay community. Okay, ready? Damn, Next these one, get Bash. specific. I know. Ooh, go okay. ahead, Bash. Um, let's see. Uh, let's go for <laughs> lime green. This is funny. <laughs> lime. Ew. It's not gross. Oh. Lime green is when you like. <laughs> I just read it. <laughs> when you like bears. No, it means if it's on the left side, it means you use tricks for food, like you <laughs> like you know how girls go on Tinder just to get dinner. dinner? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. And then on the right, you'll buy dinner. Oh, that one's dumb. <laughs> I mean, I don't like what that kind one. of povers are wearing these like? I know. <laughs> Ooh, I like mustard. Ew, what's mustard? <laughs> Give it. Do mustard. I'll do mustard. You do a different one. No, I'll do mustard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Your next one is mustard. What does mustard mean if they have a mustard color hanky? Mustard color hanky means that they like poop in their mouths. How did wait, okay. No, that's how did you get poop in your mouth from mustard? I don't know, mustard color. That's a different color. That that means you have problems with your liver. (laughs) (laughs) You need to hydrate and go see a doctor. He's so mustard on worn on the left means hung eight plus. (gasps) Oh worn on the right means you want eight plus. (laughs) What? Yeah. Okay, Bash, you're up. Oh my god, this is so funny. So this isn't this. So the 
further down they get, it gets out of um, like the actual oh, hankies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, keys in the back. What do keys in the back mean, Max? What do you mean, keys in the back pocket? Keys in the back pocket. I can't believe this is real. That means you're not losing your keys. <laughs> no. On the left, it means you have a home. What? And on the right, it means you need a place to stay. <laughs> no way. <laughs> but oh. why would you have keys if you need a place to stay? You guys. I think Zach, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> you guys, who actually follows this? I, <gasps> Ooh, I, got, I know this is mine. This is the one I would wear. What is it? Okay, red and white gingham. <laughs> white gingham? What's gingham? Gingham, it's like, that, you know, Dorothy's um, dress. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, red and white means you're a proud American. No. No. <laughs> on the left, it means you're a park sex top. And what? on the right, it means what? you're a park sex uh, bottom. So that, <laughs> <ew>. <laughs> I need to oh, give myself a red gingham hanger, too. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Oh my god. Tony, do the grossest one you can find. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Starfucker. Silver lo- What's silver Oh, lane? Okay, ready, Megs? What is red mean? Ew. Ew. What is red? Red means you like it bloody with no lube. Oof. No! no she's she really just, fucking yeah, close, though. You see the gutter. <laughs> no, it means either you. You're a fist fucker, <gasps> or you're a fist fucky. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, this is a really great list, so I know what gifts to buy my friend. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what, what color would Danny be? Red. Danny would oh be the rainbow. <laughs> He's gonna That's kill me! Kill you. <laughs> but so this week, we learned a valuable lesson, Megs. You learned what the hanky coat is and what certain colors represent. And I'm appalled. Do you feel more educated? I do. And I yeah. can't wait to see if people are out doing this. <laughs> now when you see And it. we're going to pull up the hanky code and see which color. So and this week, you guys, that was the gay occasion. Should we put a link? <laughs> to the gay hanky code? Yeah. We'll do a separate post to the site. <laughs> On Instagram oh or something. Oh my god. <laughs> These get funny. so specific, you guys, though. Like, owns a suit, likes men in suits. Alright, you guys, we're gonna take a quick what? little break. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, we love hearing from all of our listeners out there, so why not drop us an email at thegang at whoinvitedher.net or like us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and leave a comment there. Let us know your point of view on something we discussed on the air, a topic that you'd love to hear about on a future episode, guests that you want to hear more from, or whatever's on your mind. And be sure to visit our website to click the Take a Survey button at the bottom of the page to answer just a few quick, easy questions to help us learn who's listening out there. Oh, come on, don't be a Carol and help a bitch out. All right, you guys, we're back. We refill drinks and all of that stuff. So like I said earlier, we did, uh, Bash and I got to talk to Johnny McGovern from Hey Queen TV, and, which is uh, a YouTube series. It's Hey Queen, and then they have um, Hot Tea, Look at Her, which is one of my favorite things that he does. But he is a recording artist, and he is probably one of the original podcasters he had from 2006 is when his podcast Game Pippin with Johnny McGovern started. Um, so we sat down and talked to him all about that and how he got started and about his upcoming tour with Dita Von T. So 
here it is, you guys. Um, hope you liked the interview. Sorry that I sounded like a complete moron, <laughs> but I hope you like it. And we will be right back. Hello, children. Are you ready for some cutting up and kiki? Are you ready for a gay old time? Well, I hope you are. Because now it's time for Hey Queen with your host, Johnny McGovern. Hey Queen! Hey Queen! Hey Mr. Queen! Hey Queen! Hello Gwen! Oh hey Gwen! Wanna watch Hey Queen together and chill? Ah! It's so gay in here! Kimora, your body is stunning, honey. You are giving me all the body. I'm not doing this to like get attention, it's not desperate. But I have a dick. Flawless. Thank yeah. you. Uh, in the light and the love of the Lord, I am able to apply the flash. I will be doing it as long as that check is. They frown upon the cocktails at rehab. Are you doing that weird stuff, that kinky stuff? Done. Look <laughs> If you make great TV, you'll be remembered forever. Hey everybody, we have a very, very special guest on the phone with us today that I'm super excited to talk to. He is a comedian, a podcast host, a DJ, a recording artist, and the host of Hey Queen TV on YouTube. It is the gay pimp himself, Johnny McGovern. Yeah! Hello, how's it going, fellas? Hey, Queens. So we're here in San Diego, and um, for people who may not know Johnny, who's obviously been living under a rock for however many years. Right, they have not been to a gay bar. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Or what's it called, trolled uh, YouTube and seen all your videos from Hey Queen and Yo Dude and all of those other channels. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, So you started off in New York, correct? I did, yes. I remember listening to Gay Pimpin back in the day when you were in, doing it from New York and learning about your character, the gay, the gay Pimp, and how that started. And it was like a musical between the Gay Pimp and Eminem, I believe. Yeah, I mean, that was way back in the day. It was like when Eminem first came out, and uh, I was personally offended by Eminem's constant use of the faggot uh, and... But I remember thinking, you know, what kind of what protest can I do against Eminem? So I did what any good gay uh, little dude would do, which is I wrote a musical to protest Yay. him. And it was called The Wrong Fag to Fuck With. And Gay Pimp was a, a pop star that was battling Eminem at the MTV Video Music Awards. Yeah. And that show ended up being kind of like a cult hit in New York yeah. and had lines around the block and got national press and started to... Uh, was the first thing that I did that really started people started to notice. And then soccer practice came out of that, right? Yeah, because I was taking this character because the show was so popular. I was taking the character and the songs from the show around to little gay bars and performing as if I was Britney or in sync oh at, <laughs> at a huge stadium and doing gigantic shows, but on the tiniest little stages. I'd bring like six backup dancers, yeah, and they'd be like, "Where are you going to fit?" I was like. We'll make it work. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, listening to Gay Pimpin' with Johnny McGovern. And like the first time I listened to your podcast, it was like, who is this gay beacon? Like all of this like openly gay, sexually positive. Like who is this? And then I remember I put two to two together and I was like, it's the guy from the video from soccer practice. <laughs> and I was like obsessed because it was you, Linda James, and Erica Torre Aviance and Straight Martine were like, yep. the ridge. yeah. 
And then I, you had Sophie Lamore on, who me and my brother were obsessed with for the longest time. <laughs> you know, that show was so fun to do. And obviously, I, I still do podcasts. Yeah. And, uh, but that one was a very specific time in which I was working in nightlife in New York, throwing parties. So I was surrounded by the craziest, most entertaining people. And we started to do the podcast at the same time as we were producing all these songs and throwing these parties. So we had all these adventures, and it's it's pretty amazing. The podcast really goes into detail oh, in all of so. these years full of adventures, and I'm I'm really glad that uh, you, that I did it. And also, it was it's the thing you know that people. I feel connected with me the most on because you really got to know who we were. If you listen to that podcast and you know, I got a lot of uh, younger people saying it helped them come out, help oh, them feel definitely. positive about themselves. And so it's one of the most rewarding things I've ever done. And plus it's like a diary. If I forget a story or a joke, I can just go mining back in the 10 years of the show. <laughs> yeah. That's what was awesome. When I started listening to it, cause you were like the first, somebody that looked somewhat like me that was just out there being super positive about being gay and everything so it was like awesome <laughs> but that is, you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> but it's the one of the main inspirations for why we started our podcast was probably because of gay pimpin so well i'm happy to be talking yeah. to my children <laughs> <laughs> your gay babies my gay babies, exactly. <laughs> and then the podcast, you guys moved it to L.A. and you had like um, Julie Goldman and had Brandy Howard and Adam Joseph. All of them came and then Lady Red Guitar ended up coming on towards the end of Gayest of All Times, right? Yeah, you know, um, as my schedule got busier and busier, I, you know, the podcast ended up getting pushed a little to the side. So now it's more like a couple times a year. I'll have reunions because most of the New York people uh, have moved to, here to L.A. So I have Adam and Erica. Yeah. Um, and I and I currently am doing a podcast with the Hey Queen studio called Hot Tea. That's me and Lady Red. And Linda James comes on every other week. And we talk about the tabloids. And Erica comes back on. It's so exciting I to know because those are there. some of my favorite people. You know, we just have a lot of fun. And we just vibe. And so it's really – it's very rewarding to have these relationships and uh, friendships that continue. And we can continue to do creative, fun projects together, you know, uh, 15 years deep into our relationship. Yeah. How how um, did you and Lady Red meet? I met her um, at Hamburger Mary's here in West Hollywood. And she was doing a super crazy gospel number where she <laughs> runs out of the bar and she comes back in a different entrance and everyone loses their mind. Um, and I just, you know, she, you know, I love uh, a big black diva yeah. of all types. I, I was a fan of Martha Wash and Lolita Holloway when I was a kid. So, you know, big drag queens like that are also my favorite. So I started working with her. I wrote a song for her. And then when I was doing the concept for Hey Queen, um, we didn't really know each other that well, but I, I really knew for some reason, I just knew that she uh, and I had the right chemistry mm -hmm. to to keep the show from just being me and the guest. It would kind of create a universe and that our rapport would, you know, we could bring someone else into it and it would make uh, the coming on Hey Queen feel like it's coming into a, a clubhouse or something fun where people can really get part of our, become part of our world. 
How did Hate Queen get started? Because if I remember right, it started with Yo Yo or Whoa Dude, I remember. And then like Hate Queen just blew up after that. Yeah, I had started working with the studio here um, that on the the show was actually Whoa Dude. Um, <laughs> and uh, that which was the uh, which is which you can still find. It's a great show, which uh, was all the gayest uh, the gayest things you can find on the internet. <laughs> It's kind of like the talk soup yeah. or, or something like that. And that show ended up getting millions of views. So the studio uh, said, you know, what do you want to do next? We'll do whatever you want. So I really had the idea for Hey Queen, but just as a, you know, a conversation, I thought it would be six episodes and that would be it. Um, but then when I kind of got the idea of having Lady Red on, it kind of opened the world of the show and the concept of what how I saw it. Um, more and then when you know our first guest turned out to be RuPaul, it was like something yeah. <laughs> that was had just worked, and the show was kind of automatically a hit. And all these other and it was right timing, right with when Drag Race was really blowing up, like mm-hmm. where it was beyond a niche thing. People were becoming obsessed with the stars, and after RuPaul came on, you know all the biggest queens started calling me to get on the show. So the show went from just being something in which I was going to talk to some of my favorite gay artists or LGBTQ people, and it it suddenly became kind of the Johnny Carson of Drag Race. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, you know uh, that was I was like, you know what, I'm going to go with this because <laughs> I've always loved drag. I've worked closely with drag queens my whole life in you know in clubs, and um, I know the world, and I've been dreaming of a gay talk show and pitching it for years. I mean, Hey Queen, uh, you know, the concept of it was something I pitched to many times, but people just couldn't understand it. I had yeah. to actually make it happen and grow it and turn it into what I, my vision for people to understand. And now Hey Queen's getting sold to markets all around the world. Yeah. Aren't you guys like on actual, like a TV station in Canada now? Yeah. The the same uh, network that runs RuPaul's Drag Race in Canada is running, oh. which is out TV. Uh, is running uh, Hey Queen right after Drag Race. So it goes Drag Race, Untucked, Hey Queen, Hot Tea. Oh, my so, God. So <laughs> um, we're looking, we're right now in the in the process of expanding to other markets where it will be the same. So it's really exciting. That is awesome. And to our listeners, if you guys haven't looked up Hey Queen, you need to look it up on YouTube. Subscribe, look at all the shows. It is amazing. <laughs> we have, yeah, you got about five years worth yeah, six you're seasons season six of right uh, now, right? a show, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's coming on? Um, who do who can you not wait to have on? Who are you still because I know you had Jack A on and that was one of the one of your like idols that you had on. Oh, that yes. was such a great episode. <laughs> such a good episode. Um I'm still waiting to have Martha Wash come on. You know, she's the for your listeners who might not know. She was the voice of everybody dance now. <laughs> yeah, the Weather Girls. She uh, she sang "It's Raining Men." She sang all the black box hits. She's one of my most favorite singers of all time. Oh, my dream is to have her actually come in, be on the show, and re-record the Hey Queen theme song with her voice. Oh my god, oh, that would be amazing. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. would be when my little the little twink inside my little gay teen <laughs> in my body start bursts into flames because he's so happy oh, <laughs> who, who has been your um favorite guest that you've interviewed on hey queen um see favorite uh like top three well 
I mean, obviously, Rue was just a a benchmark for us, and it happened so early that it was kind of crazy. But, I mean, RuPaul was someone I had been, you know, listening to from when he came out when I was in high school. I remember buying, like, this before the internet. You could get a catalog where you could back order the Star Booty album, and I remember doing that. Uh, So that was very exciting. Um, Jack A was, of course, like a really big one. Um, you know, I, I also especially love when people come on the show and it has a real reaction to their career or their life. Like in the end of, I think it was the beginning of season two, we had Laganja Stranja on right after her season where she was pretty much a joke. She was, you know, people had ripped her to shreds. She was not seen as cool or fun. She was really just, you know, people were very cruel to her and she came on the show and, really opened up and we really you know for me i looked at i looked at this 22 year old kid and i was like wow this kid has been raked over the coals Mm -hmm. uh you know just you you're first come into public consciousness and everyone's mocking you so we really explored what that was like and how she felt and um and she said it herself it really changed being on the show and people experiencing the real her changed the trajectory of her career and changed how people saw her and so that was really really satisfying and um really it showed me that the show had the power to not only be a fun place but it really sharing these stories could positively not only impact our audience but the person who we were interviewing oh yeah for sure the one the one episode i really liked was when you had candace Candace Kane and I think it was Lena Bradford on and they were yeah that was such a great interview with them and how they were so open about the transgender community and and it was cool hearing their stories about like back in the day how it was in New York and everything so I that was one of my favorite episodes (laughs) yeah I mean schooling the children is something I love to do yeah you know uh, because I enjoyed to be schooled when I was younger and I you know I had to learn all about nightlife drag club culture and all the things that built up our gay history to where we are today Mm -hmm. and so for me part of the joy of hate queen is being able to of course have the drag race girls but also bring on legendary people and performers to tell their stories and also to take uh you know to take you back to what it was like in new york in the 90s or in you know atlanta in the mid 80s you know or any of these times when gay culture has had a real spike in creativity these times that have been extremely influential for what's happening right now um and i love to be able to share that and have our guests share that because you know we can't we as gay people it's our responsibility to remember and an honor the queens that came before us because oh, yeah. they are why we can do what we can. Exactly. And, you know, all these drag race girls and queens and teens saying shade mm. and this and that. <laughs> and they, they don't need know. to remember where that came from, the ballroom culture and, and all the rest. So it's part of my duty, honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I heard the episode that you just did on – um, dumb gay politics with Brandy and Julie Goldman. Oh yes, my sisters. I thought it was great listening to you get political um, and commentate on what's happening in America and everything like that. Well, I am very political at this point uh, in my life, and if you watch Hot Tea, uh, which is our you know hot topic show, you get a chance to really see that side of me yeah. because uh, 
you know, and I, I definitely have been in the past, like when I was younger and living in New York, I was very out and being, I thought that living my life as out as I was, was already political enough, um, that I didn't need to get into the mix as much, but in the situation we're in now where literally, you know, this administration is trying to erase us from existence, mm -hmm. we weren't put in the census. We are, you know, not represented, uh, in many different ways. And, you know, they don't support us. They've lied to us. Um, we're in danger. Molly, we in danger, girl. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the Legion of Doom is in charge of, you know, the fact that they put someone who hates environmental protection in charge of the Environmental Protection Agency. It's my Sweetie, everyone should be concerned about they, that. Yes. Everyone should be concerned that our that even if you hate the politics of anything, you should want a, the earth to remain a viable place to live. Um, and, you know, so there's just so many now on so many levels, because I used to relate to politics just as, are they for gay marriage or not? <laughs> really? Right. Because I was living in a gay bubble and I wasn't really concerned too much. And I felt safe in the Obama era. Oh, yeah. Um, but now in the era that we're in, I know we are not safe and that it's going to take all of us activating everyone else to make sure that we don't all get taken advantage of and then, you know, wake up with your kids in 50 years and find out that we're living on a burnt, you know, <laughs> a burnt rock with uh, no water. Santa Monica, so. no water, right? <laughs> but it's true. Everybody, everybody needs to do their part right now. Yeah, we can't be lazy. No, it is not the time to be lazy. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to be going on tour, correct, with, um, with uh, Dita Von Teese? Oh, honey, the greatest job oh, ever <laughs> that one could ever have. I how mean, did you guys, how did that happen? I remember seeing her on the Christmas episode or the New Year's episode um, on Hey Queen. Yeah, well, a couple of years back, she came, she just did our Christmas special this past year. But before that, about a year and a half ago, she came on Hey Queen. And um, because I think one, one of her, her uh, makeup artist or hairstylist really enjoys the show. She is surrounded by very, very good homosexuals wow. who, who are all very chic, smart people. And, of course, they watch Hey Queen. Um, and so they said, girl, you should be on it. So she showed up to the studio just so gorgeous, so nice, so honest um, that we just really hit it off. And uh, a couple weeks after she had been on the show, she sent me a message on Instagram. I was like, would you maybe want to host my tour? And I was oh like, uh, uh, girl, I'm already packed outside your front door right now. Oh, my God. I would have shit my pants. Yeah. So we had coffee, and she just told me about uh, the tour and what she was looking for. And I pretty much had a really strong vision of how I could fit into that. Yeah. And, um, and we just went for it. And literally, it was, you know, I showed up and they were like, yep, here it is. You're playing for 3,000 people tonight. Don't fuck it up. Cool. So <laughs> um, luckily it was the job I was made for. You know, Adita audience is they are in love with her. The show that she puts on is just of the highest caliber of showbiz. It's pretty amazing. The, the looks, the dancers, the other acts that are performing in the show, her sets, the entire look of the show is just incredible. And I just get to be, um, you know, a cheerleader uh, to get the audience really riled up. And she also, Dita, loves my songs. So oh, that is awesome. She 
as me performing "Don't Fall in Love with a Homo" in the <laughs> middle of the show. Oh, wow. um, and uh, it's just been extremely excellent for for on and off for the last year. We did uh, cross country about six months ago, and then we went to Australia for a month, and wow. now we're doing another cross country with a new show, and then we're going to Europe. Oh, wow. So when I'm not in the studio making Hey Queen, I'm on the road with that, and it is uh, really, really fun. So this new tour that she's doing, it kicks off in Miami, in um, Miami Beach, right, on the 25th of April? Yeah, I leave on Tuesday to oh my go God. there. <laughs> that is so soon. Yeah. So the tour kicks off April 25th in Fillmore at, in Miami Beach. And then you guys are all over the place. You will be in New York at the Ritz on April 29th. And then you'll make your way to Chicago, um, May 14th and 15th, House of Blues. And then you guys make your way back to SoCal June 24th at the Fox Performing Arts Center in Riverside. And then June 26th at the House of Blues in Anaheim. And then the tour ends in Las Vegas, House of Blues, June 28th. And we'll have all the dates on our website so people can go check the show out, see Johnny and Dito Vontis, and I'm sure it's going to be an amazing show. I can't wait. It is it. <laughs> so good. I mean, the, the stuff, it's all new performances, and she does stuff with huge props. So in one of the numbers, she it's like all her and the cast are dressed up in S&M type outfits. And she, I mean, if you've ever seen Dita in an S&M look, sweetie, oh, you're ready to die. <laughs> and then the curtain opens, and there's a gigantic lipstick she strips and rides the lipstick oh my while God. glitter falls from the ceiling. And all <laughs> the gay heads. You, it doesn't take eyes. much. It's like a gay orgasm for the eyes every night. <laughs> oh, that is so awesome. Why? Like an excuse to go to Disneyland. I know, right? <laughs> yes, I want to see y'all come. If you come to the show, we can have a drink after. Yes, I actually met you a few years of Like, you probably don't remember this, but it was like five years ago at FUBAR when you were DJing. And I was like, oh my God, that's Johnny McGovern. I was so nervous to talk to you. <laughs> but you were like so cool and gracious and took a picture and everything i was like oh my god and then i called my twin brother and he got really jealous because he couldn't come to the trip so he's like oh my god you met him and i was like yeah <laughs> yeah but thank I you love so it. much for doing this johnny we really appreciate it and i hope the tour goes oh, great my pleasure boys and everybody that's listening you need to listen to the podcast hot tea with Johnny McGovern and Lady Red and Hey Queen TV. And we'll have all the links on our social media and on our website. And then see Johnny on tour with Dita Von Teese. Thank you so much, Johnny. Yeah, thank you yes, so much, Queen. Johnny. <laughs> well, thank you, my little gay babies. Thanks for watching and caring all these years. And yeah. you know your daddy loves you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Right, you guys that was our interview yeah it was awesome it was to a lot hear of fun. from him yeah i was very thankful he was able to give us a little bit of his time yes so. <laughs> um so yeah we might be heading up to anaheim to go see yeah, the her show Vente yeah show. okay yeah what is that it's june 26th in anaheim house of blues is where she's gonna oh, okay be. we cool. should go it would be fun yeah he, how he described it it sounds like it'll be a lot of fun Okay, so switching gears a little bit, we're going to do something we did last week. Thirst Trap of the Week. Again, because everybody loved it last week. I like it. I like I it. I get accused of 
thirst trap you. Hey, why don't we see your ass? Thirst trap you? I can't control the level of your thirstiness. Your thirsty journey. Well, you're figuring out how to quench your thirstiness. I'm not saying I don't get horny. We all get horny. Thirst trap. This is what I'm talking about. All she does is take thirst trap pics on Instagram. I'm a model. You ain't a model. All right, Bash. Who's your thirst trap this week? Um, my thirst trap is my friend Franco out of Phoenix. Uh, his Instagram is the underscore wolf tummy. Um, so he's fucking hot as hell. Yeah, first and he's and super talented. Yep. And uh, he's like a comic artist, and he also makes these really cool, like, uh, Audrey figurines from Little really? Shop of Horrors. And last time I was in Phoenix, I bought a baby Groot from him. Aww. Oh, that's it's, who you bought it from? Yeah, it's his so stuff is cute. really cool. If you guys watch Rick and Morty, he does a pickle Rick. Does he really? Yeah, I don't think, I don't know if he's got those, like, on the regular, but I know Did he made he one. Did he do um, the plant from... Little Shop Horrors? Yeah, Audrey. Yeah, the Audrey yeah. too. Yeah. And then also like the little Super Mario flowers. Yeah, that's it's right. It's really cool that. stuff. He's a great artist. I'm flipping through. He even did uh, Demogorgon from Stranger Things. Oh, that's and, cool. Really fucking cool. And he's super hot. And he's super hot. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, you guys got to check this page yeah. out. Yeah. What about you, Megs? Who's your third You know what? I just have to give a shout out to Amy Schumer. Cause she, oh, cause yeah, movie. yeah, yeah cause she has. I feel pretty came yeah. out today, yeah, and I see that. you know, I I do too. I really want to see it, but here's the thing: she told them she wanted to be no, like no touch up, like don't really? just get me raw. Yeah, oh, so you see her body in her full form in this movie, which you know there was no like any you know any spanks on or anything and i love that i mean she's i just love her i think she's just herself too even though some people give her so much crap i think she's funny and i like her yeah they gave i guess a lot of people gave her crap for this movie because they're like oh you have to hit your head to feel you know like pretty pretty i feel pretty yeah it looks funny Yeah. yeah it just looks it's basically the premise is is um she you know, she's just not happy with how she's looking and whatever. And then she <laughs> hits her head and she wakes up basically. She's and she thinks like a, she's like a she's super gorgeous. Model. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And God, she, I want that to happen to me. Yeah. And she's, you know, she, and she's just kind of living life, you know, she yeah, doesn't give a as, shit as a supermodel. She yeah. thinks she's like the hottest thing. Yeah. And, and she doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And, and her confidence up, yeah. is great. And she's just, and, you know, but that's the point. People are like, Oh, you have to hit your head to, you know, feel this way. But that's not the point. The point I'm is, sure there'll be a moral. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> Moral of the story. Right, it's yeah. like the after school special. I do want to see it. Now so, you know. Yeah. I but, really like the movie she's in with John Cena where you see his ass. Oh, oh. Um, train. Is it, <laughs> is it train wreck? Train wreck. Yeah. Train, train wreck, wreck is good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that movie's funny. Did you like her other one that she did with Goldie Hawn? Sna- is it Snatch? Oh, I, I never watched it. it. Yeah. I watched it. It was funny. It was funny. Yeah. It was entertaining. Yeah. It was funny. But I just, I just, she's, I just like her. She's yeah, just, um, she's just. Herself. I like watching her when she's like on Alan or Jimmy Kimmel and all of those like yeah. late nights because I think she's hilarious. She's so funny. Yeah. So <laughs> that's your that's your um, that's my shout out. Thing. Yeah, What's Tony, yours? who's yours? Mine is a San Diego local. Oh really? Oh. Yeah, it's Travis Rocco. He's the um, founder of Soar Clothing. 
which they do a lot of like swimwear and stuff, but he's super hot. But his (laughs) Instagram is R-O-C-C-O-S-O-A-R. Check him out and check out his swimsuits and um, his clothing line. But yeah, that's my thirst trap of the week. Oh, Mm. it's private. Now I got to follow him. Oh, no. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you recognize him from out and about. (laughs) He is cute. Yeah. So that's our Thirst Traps of the Week, everybody. We'll have all the links on (laughs) our webpage and on social media. I get accused of thirst trapping. Hey, why don't we see your ass? Thirst trap you? I can't control the level of your thirstiness. Your thirsty journey. You're figuring out how to quench your thirstiness. I'm not saying I don't get horny. We all get horny. Thirst trap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys, this has been a lot of fun. And it's Friday night, and we're going to go out tonight. Where should we go, you guys? Yeah, where Where are are we going? What are you feeling since it's Friday night? Well, let me look at Hillcrest Social, which if you guys haven't Hillcrest downloaded Hillcrest Social, it yet. everybody download it and listen to us on Hillcrest Social. All right. And Hillcrest Social tells you everything you need to know that's going on in Hillcrest, all the happy hours, what's happening every night. So you guys got to download it. So I'm thinking, oh, there's us. Is that us? The notifications. <laughs> um, we are, let's go to Flix. TGI Flix oh, yeah, Fridays. TGI Flix Friday. Yeah. Done. <laughs> they slur that. <laughs> oh, okay, so they're taking requests for songs from 930 on. Yeah. That'll oh, be okay. fun. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll right. be a lot of fun. Done and yeah. done. So yeah, um, listen to us on Hillcrest Social App, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get podcasts. Um, rate us. Give us a five-star review. Um, yeah. And you can follow me on social media. It's Tony underscore baloney underscore macaroni. And you can follow Bash's drunken debauchery at... Say my name underscore Bash, and I'm up to 16 followers. I know. I just, I just have to talk to Bash real quick about his Instagram page. Well, so I'm loving Bash, it. Bash, what... Okay, you're doing this the drunk level. Yeah. And you give yes. a number. Now, I think the last one you did a six. So let me try to explain this a little bit. Explain to our listeners so they know. And explain to me. Let's let's explain level one through level 10, and we'll describe the drunkenness of Bash at each level. Well, so for a little background, I went to the doctor, and they have you, like, you know, give your medical information. One of the questions was, How many drinks do you have a week? (laughs) And And I sat there having an existential moment with this piece of paper in front of me because I honestly couldn't answer how many drinks I have a week. I'm not surprised. So the purpose of this Instagram is to catch catalog my alcohol consumption and how drunk i am at any given moment so that i can more (laughs) accurately define my health next time you're at the doctor and they ask you how many drinks have you had and i just pull up my instagram (laughs) and be like this this is how many (laughs) so level one is not so level level 10 yeah level one will be like a vodka soda at baby cakes on a Tuesday and a level 10 will be, or let me go a level five will be like, maybe like four drinks through the night, but like evenly paced. And then an eight will be like a hard Saturday at riches. And then a 10 (laughs) is going to be like me peeing in a parking garage on pride, (laughs) not standing, squatting, (laughs) squatting because I can't hold my dick. That's a number 10. I will be the first to admit I pissed in a parking garage <laughs> in the rain 
in my pants. That's the drunkest I've ever been in my life. So, uh, followers, oh our goal is follow to me get, on this journey. Our, our goal is to get bash at a level ten and record it and post it. I'm just on, you know, a help. So how journey. do they Come how do they me. follow you on Instagram, Bashy? Say my name underscore bash. Yes, follow his drunken. Oh my god! And I thought I only had four followers for the longest no. time, but I realized I said it so that I have to accept all of you. Yes. So you should like really feel appreciated because I'm accepting you into <laughs> oh my god. into my only, private life. God, you're so popular. You have no time. <laughs> Is no, he? that's what he's been saying on this today. <laughs> uh, oh, so, God. yes, we're out of here, you guys. Thank you for hanging out with us. Um, and today we're going to leave you with Avicii. Mm. I know. In honor of him, this is um, Lonely Together. With Rita Ora. Yeah. Goodbye, darling. Bye, you guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Cut the edge of the knife and it hurts just a little. And I know, and I know, and I know, and I know that I can't be your friend. It's my head and my heart and I'm caught in the middle.